We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire DFS show. I'm Adam Zdroik, joined by Ryan Belangi. Ryan, you're back. How was the weekend? Uh, <clears throat> NFL went okay, but soccer didn't go too great. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. USA on Saturday. I mean, I was on USA, as people probably know, so that didn't go too well. Yesterday, uh didn't have Lewandowski. Felt a bit unlucky there. What else? Something else happened. Something else happened. There. Uh, I don't Mbappe know. Mbappe went off yesterday. Yeah, I mean, uh, of course I had Mbappe, but um, England had three. Pickford clean sheet. Kane had a yeah. goal. Against it, or just a goal, I guess. Foden. Jordan. No, Henderson. I did okay yesterday. I did your, okay yesterday. Your um, guy, Jordan my, Henderson. My guy, Jordan Henderson. Yeah, I was just upset at myself because. Uh, when that guy didn't didn't start for Senegal, Papa Gay, I could have switched to Henderson and instead I did something different. Anyways. Yeah, I went to Declan Rice. We don't need to talk about that, but uh <laughs> uh we just got we just got bad. done watching the Japan Croatia uh, PK situation. There's been a lot of bad PKs in the World Cup. Uh we had Early on, it was like, you want PK takers in your team, and now it seems like, I don't know if you want PK takers. They're all nervous. Everyone is nervous, Uh, but we're talking Tuesday's slate at DraftKings, and this one, for all these two-game slates, the prices have been pretty lenient to where you can almost play whoever you want. And just looking at the odds here, Spain, 61% chance to win, Portugal, 50%. Uh, similar in terms of clean sheets, Spain's, Spain's a little better in terms of that. But uh, just pretty simple here to, to plug in who you want in your lineup. And we're just looking at forward. And I guess I'll throw in Bruno Fernandez here. We got Danny Elmo, 9,400. Cristiano Ronaldo, 7,800. Bruno Fernandez, 9,200. Uh, plug these three guys in for cash games. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it seems <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's we like you said, Pricing's pretty soft. Um, pretty easy decisions, I guess. I mean, there's only two games. Like, where else are you going to go? You're not going to play Morocco. 
or Switzerland. They don't really have any cash forwards anyways. Right. Um, are you going to pay 8700 for Murata? Probably not. You know, Cristiano seems a bit cheap. Uh, you know, you said maybe we don't want to play PK takers. Ronaldo's <laughs> one that uh, I think we still want to play. Um, yeah, I think it seems one of the simple. guys, someone with the least amount of pressure would be Ronaldo and Messi in terms of PK situations. I'll just say that. <laughs> well, I yeah, get, and we are. Granted, we did have Lewandowski, whatever happened with him. So maybe, maybe you know, nerves and just. Me- Messi everyone. missed one against somebody too. That's right? true. Last That's game, true. Two, two games ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty simple to just plug those three in, I think. Um and I think obviously you're going to play Rafael Guerrero for Portugal at defense. He's a lock for 4,800, I think. Um, so there's four guys, right? I think the big question when we get into it a little bit here is who do you want from Switzerland or Morocco? And that seems pretty easy too. Maybe not oh, though. Okay, maybe somebody wants. Maybe somebody wants Shakiri. Do you want to play your guy Ruben Vargas? Is that what you're going to say? I think he's the second best option. Okay. Maybe the best. He might be the best, actually, but it's close. That's second best, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say if Ronaldo was maybe in the Murata price range or in the 9K price range, we maybe would have another question, but he's at 7,800. He, he has the same odds as Murata to score. I mean, he's just too cheap. Uh I mean, Ronaldo is always overplayed. He's always too popular because of name value. But at 7,800, you, you can't fade him in this spot. Uh, in, in cash games, we're talking, obviously, because, I mean, you can go. There are obviously other pivots that you can do for these teams if you don't want Olmo, if you don't want Ronaldo. I mean, it depends who starts for Spain. But if Murata starts, Ferran Torres doesn't seem like he's going to start, but we'll see. Uh, Joao Felix has had a decent tournament. I mean, there are guys, Bernardo Silva is down at 5,700 after, you know, not really doing too much in the first two matches. <laughs> but, I mean, he's still 5,700 here. He he seems like a pretty good pivot in tournaments, at least. And I don't know, would you actually consider him in cash games if you, I don't know, maybe utility spot or in the midfield even? You know, yeah, I think just because he's fifty seven hundred, unfortunately. Um, right, that's just that's just like really cheap. You know, seven K Bernardo Silva. You know, you wouldn't even look at, but uh, yeah, you know, if you want to play Shakiri, I guess maybe that's the move. Um, but or, or or you play him at at Util, like you said. Um, yeah. Just because he's fifty seven hundred, annoying because it's Bernardo Silva, but there's not much on this slate. Shakiri seventy seven hundred. You're actually considering him for cash games, or is this just a pure tournament move? Oh no, I'm not considering him. But okay. but you can. Was, he, you can. No, I, yeah, I mean you can. I guess. I mean people people played him way more than I thought last last slate. Um, and and he crushed, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. No, I'm not going to play him. Oh no, he didn't even crush. He scored a goal and scored fourteen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean, he's not in consideration for me. Yeah. Otherwise, at midfield, ZH, 8K. Again, this is just like a pretty 
it's like it's Port- just a nightmare spot. Right, right. Portugal and, and Morocco or Portugal and Spain are going to have the majority of possession in these matches, and so that's not when you want to play like the floor guys and hope for a bunch of corners or a bunch of crosses from them because they're not going to have the ball as much. So like eight K for Ziyech. Ziyech is more expensive than Ronaldo. It's, I mean, what are you trying to get? You're trying to get some kind of goal from Ziyech, obviously, but you're not. You're not going to get a ten point floor from him, are you? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, we've seen Spain conceding goals, but that's just about the worst matchup that Ziyech can have. Uh, yeah, I mean, Switzerland have the better matchup against Portugal, and that's not a very good matchup either. So you said Vargas was the second option. Um, I looked at Sau for Switzerland. If he starts, he's 3,900. 30, uh, Sabiri's in here. I'm trying to figure out who you're talking about. Chaka's 3,700. You got some defensive midfielders I mean, maybe, here. Yeah, like maybe you won't figure it out because maybe I'm the only one that Maybe I'm the only one that would feel this way. Maybe Vargas is the the best option. I don't know. Uh, well, where are you looking? What's the? Answer? I mean, it's got to be it's got to be Granite Xhaka for thirty seven hundred. Okay, I did run cheap. through him. I mean, too cheap for your personal guy. Yeah, sorry. I sorry. mean, he's just what a turnaround it's been for Xhaka. He's been great for Switzerland, too. You know he's playing 90 minutes. He plays a little bit further forward. He rips shots whenever he can. I mean, then you have Vargas, who, as an underdog, you know, might have a couple sets. Obviously, he probably has a better chance at a goal or an assist, but definitely going to get subbed. Um, yeah, I don't know. For me, it's just pretty easy. If you need it, like if you – I don't know – Maybe you don't need to do that, though. I, I was looking. It depends what you do in other spots. Do you need to go as low as thirty seven hundred? Um, I just I don't think it's a bad move. Yeah, I'm, you just look at the uh, match against Brazil when he had two fouls committed and nothing else, and he's always he's always in play for a yellow card. Three fouls committed against Serbia. That is the worry, and and kind of why I went to Sao personally. Um, you just, don't think he could put up a zero? Um, I mean, I think all these guys could put up a zero, but you know, Sal's fine. I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah, you're he just, has zero. He has zero potential as well. I mean, well, I think like, he's he at least draws fouls, and I mean, he's not committing as many fouls as Chaka, and that's kind of what I look at. Like, is this guy in danger of of getting a yellow card because? Portugal have the majority of possession and he's going to be defensive a lot. I just feel like Chaka, that yellow card is just yeah. sitting there for him. Yeah. He's, uh, it is sitting there for him. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, Sal may only get in 70 minutes, but maybe he gets four points, doesn't get a yellow card. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, it's I mean, probably it, just the bias. You know, I, like I said, I'm the only one who, who feels this way. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about thirty nine hundred and thirty seven hundred dollar players here, so there's not right. I mean, you also got um, if you want to go further down, Remo Froiler is down here. Seems like he's set for ninety, but you're kind of looking at a two point floor almost from him. Um, is it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, is there Morocco the right guys answer. down here? Yeah, there isn't really. There, 
Amrabat's 3K. He plays 90. I mean, if you needed it, we're talking about these other guys. Can't be he, the worst thing ever. Yeah, he is a yellow card uh, option as well. Eight fouls committed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unahi, he's in this range as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I want to say a guy has stood out. A couple guys have stood out in prior slates, but this one feels like these sub 4K guys, no one really stands out, and they're all kind of just like, they're here and you're hoping that you don't get negative points is kind of what uh, you're banking on from them. But yeah, like you said, you maybe, maybe you don't even have to go there. Um, You can play Vargas though. I mean, it's pretty easy to play Vargas. I think it's a fine price tag. You know, I'm not like, yeah, I said, he's probably the best option. You know, if he was six K then, then no, but yeah, Vargas, Pedri is down here at 4,400. I just mean we need the third team, you know? True. I guess we could, you could get it somewhere else. Maybe you could – yeah, actually, you could get it at second defender for sure. Yeah, That's so for def- for defender, as we get in here, Jordi Alba, 6,500. It seems for the most part, a lot of these slates, a lot of these World Cup slates, paying off for defender, especially over 6K for defender, just doesn't really work out. Alba has has had a pretty solid tournament, but, I mean, he's not going 90s. He has those couple assists, which kind of boost his stats a little bit. But, I mean, when when you have Guerrero there, you already called Guerrero a lock at 4,800. But I want to bring up here, we got Cancelo here, 5,300. This is cheap Cancelo here. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't shown a ton of upside in this tournament. We were were at this point earlier this season, two months ago maybe for Manchester City, where – Cancelo, he started at about 7K in price, and he was down to 5K something, and he went off. And we always had this conversation. It's like, well, he has he has his upside, so you can't – he's always in play, basically. And because he's 5,300, um, like, what are your thoughts on him here uh, at 5,300, um, I guess? Yeah, no, I, I think him and Guerrero are the best two plays, like, on the slate kind of by far. I mean, Alba's fine, but just like for the price, Alba's has a smaller floor than the Portugal guys. And yeah, he's more expensive and has a lower floor. Um, yeah. Can Cancelo. I mean, this isn't Manchester city, like, but yeah, I hear you. He's still a little bit underpriced. And so is Guerrero. Um, I just say Guerrero because, He'll probably take a set piece or two. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they're the best two plays on the slate, right, by far, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, in cash games, would you go with both of them? Mm, yeah, I kind of think so. I'm, like, leaning towards it just initially. I don't mm-hmm. really see um, why you wouldn't, I guess. Who, like, we can – it's not – Maybe you wouldn't. I mean, yeah, there's other options. Um, just for me, after those three guys we talked about, Almo, Ronaldo, Bruno, what's really the priority after that? Yeah, like um, why do you need a center back? Why do you need a cheap defender? Like what else right, are you going to get with? up to who? Right, like, who? Mm-hmm. yeah, who are we getting up to? Is somebody getting up to uh, like Asensio or, or I don't know, um, something? He's not even going to start. Um yeah, I don't even know what you're getting up to. 
Shakiri. Another Spain forward somehow. I, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, what if uh, so? Diago Dallo had a pretty good uh, start as Portugal's last match. What if he started over Guerrero? Um, oh. Would you still feel the same um, about both Portugal defenders? No, then I'd just play Cancelo. Okay. Yeah, I'd be worried. I'd be worried to play Delo if, like, why wouldn't Guerrero? It doesn't make sense for Guerrero not to start to me. A lot of people liked what uh, Delo was doing in that last game. Oh, okay. Maybe then. I mean, to be honest, I think Delo is a better defender, so mm-hmm. I think it would make sense. Like, Delo is a better player. I just always figured Guerrero's a left back, so so they'll play him, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing with Cancelo is that you can move him around, and for the most part, it yeah. Maybe Cancelo is so. just a better play, just because he's too close to Guerrero. I don't know. You can play both of them though. Yeah. Um, otherwise, for defender, you got the Moroccan guys. I'm not sure. You can't really look at Akimi at 6100. Carvajal is down here at 4K, and that's kind of it. <laughs> then you got center backs. Uh, I guess uh, is Espelicueta. No, he's him or Calvajal. Um, yeah, center backs. That's kind of it. I mean, yeah, I think you probably want to play Carvajal. I don't know. I mean, looks bad. Him? Did he get sub? He get subbed at forty five, or did he come on for Espelicueta? I don't remember. One or the other. He Let's came on for him. I find think. out. He came on for him. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, maybe Carvajal is better actually than than one of the Portugal guys. I don't know. You can play all three though. I don't know. Four K yeah. for Carvajal is pretty good. Uh, pretty good, I think, against Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that might be a look, and even even if you go three defenders, uh, because in the build yeah. I have, you're you're sitting in this four K ish range. Yeah, same. I mean, I'm sure we're looking at the same build. Um, yeah. But, you know, just Carvajal in general might go a little bit overlooked, but 4K is probably too cheap. You know, that game where he did nothing was against Germany, and Marata didn't start. I don't know. He'll put some crosses in. True. So would you actually rather look at Carvajal because Marata, if Marata starts more? Just because of the crosses yeah. to the okay, yeah, definitely, yeah. I think that's a big thing, actually. Um, as for center backs, I'd say no one stands out. <laughs> uh, Ruben Diaz is three K. Pepe I mean, Diaz, yeah, he's kind of cheap here. I think, but yeah, nothing. I mean, yeah, nothing stands out. Spain only have one center back because they're going to play Rodri, probably right. Which is super annoying, but uh huh. Um, Switzerland, they have a mid price guy. Elvedi, if Elvedi's probably going to start, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Diaz is cheap at three k. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, okay. So for goalkeeper... 46% clean sheet chance for Spain, 38% for Portugal. And we have Simone, Unai Simone, 5,600. Diego Costa, 5,300. Uh, you know, my first thought was go with to go with Costa, go with Portugal. But, I mean, just looking at these odds, if I have the money, why not just go Simone? Uh, yeah, that's my thought, too. Um, I did that the last slate though, and he gave me negative one, lost it for me pretty much single-handedly. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, I, if you have like, the money, you just do that. Like, why not? Yeah. Should, should at this point, should we listen to the odds or should we like, should we listen to I ourselves? Mean, I, I think for this one, for this one, because just because. Spain are slightly better than Portugal and Switzerland are slightly better than Morocco. So, you know, the, these odds like are actually legit. Yeah. You don't, you don't think so? Um, well, I mean, it's just slightly, you know, just slightly. One of my bets, uh, I guess this article isn't out yet, but I'm going to say it anyway. One of my bets is Portugal to win in a shutout. So, Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like Portugal to win in a shutout, but I kind of like Spain to win in a shutout as well. But, right. Yeah. yeah, that's a problem there. <laughs> yeah, I would say Portugal and Switzerland have already played twice this year because they're in the same Nations League group. Uh, Switzerland, they won their last meeting 1-0. They got a goal in the first minute and then didn't really do anything else. I think the stats are off the top of my head. Switzerland had 10 shots in the two matches and 0.89 expected goals uh, between those two matches. But, but yeah, I guess the, the odds make sense. As you said, the odds, the odds make sense, but it's just in the back of my mind uh, that I'm just going to get screwed no matter who I play. So I don't really know. If, <laughs> I don't know if it matters even talking about it at this point. So you're on one of those runs, huh? I'm on. I'm on a little bit of a cold streak here in the round of 16. I'll just say that, but I'm on a goalkeeper yeah. cold streak for the entire tournament. It seems like as well. Yeah, that's annoying. We're gonna uh, turn it around. So for I mean that's for cash games. Like you can fit these guys in. You can fit the Portugal. You can fit the Spain keepers in for cash games. So you play those guys. I think that's pretty. That's pretty clear. Like we have the money. You, you plug them in. In tournaments, would you prefer Bono? Would you prefer uh, Somar? Do you have a Do you have a preference here? Um, 
I mean, we always say it's like, oh, we got Bruno and Ronaldo. Those guys take a bunch of shots and that kind of thing. But they haven't had a ton of – They haven't – yeah. Um, Spain's usually yeah. the efficient team that they don't – usually. I mean, I, I guess anything can happen. So I don't think either of these guys really stand out to me. I, I'd say yeah, Stomer I mean, just because – I would that, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's see. I mean, what did uh, – I mean, Bruno took sh- six shots last game against Uruguay. You know what I mean? Ronaldo took three. I mean, they are – I know I, I do say that because it's true most of the time. They do mm-hmm. take more long shots than other players or more shots that end in saves than, than other players. And it's because they're capable of scoring those, those type of goals. Um, but, yeah. Either goalie's fine. They're the same in tournaments. I would play whichever one makes more sense with my lineup, probably. Yeah, I think the way Switzerland play, they just they just open up. They purposely play to allow shots from from deep to allow for easy saves for Sommer. Uh, I think between him and Koble, they have eleven saves through three matches, and then Bono and Mohamedi have four saves. I want to say through their three matches. I mean, this isn't isn't always a guarantee, but. Yeah, I'd rather play Solmer, uh, just because Spain, the way they play. I would too. Yeah, I would too. And I can, I don't know, I, I think Switzerland have a better chance to win than mm-hmm. Morocco. There you go. All right, so looking at this utility spot, before we talk a little more general general tournaments here. Uh, so it's sitting in this, I don't know, between what, you can go between 4.5 and below. Uh if you already played a Sal or you already played a Chaka, what would mm-hmm. you want in this utility spot here? I mean, there's there's a lot of uninspiring options. We for cash? Are we yeah. saying for cash? Yeah, let's say for cash. We got <clears throat> we got like Carvajal, we got Pedri, we got I don't know Laporte's in here. Um, you got I the center think, backs. Yeah, I think. Probably Carvajal, I guess. I think it's pretty easy, yeah. I think Carvajal and just in general, it's probably going to be three defenders. You know, we already – talking about Jaka and Sao and these other guys, there's not any good cheap plays. So, you know, I probably just want two Portugal defenders and a Spain defender. Okay, let's turn this into GPP. I just noticed we have we have Ruben Neves down here at 3,500. Wolverhampton's Ruben Neves. He has two shots, two shots assisted. A guy who has scored I don't know, many goals outside the box for Wolverhampton. Uh, is he going to be in any of your tournament, tournament lineups? Yeah, I don't mind that. I think you want him with another Portugal guy, though. I don't. Actually, no. You could you could one off him too. I guess you know we see him make those long shots quite often. But um, yeah, as we were just like, saying, like Switzerland, like to funnel out for easy shots outside the box, and that's kind of Neves's a uh, specialty to some extent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. That is he. He's that is one of his specialties. I can get behind <laughs> some Neves in tournaments. For sure. I mean, I just talked myself into playing him. I I didn't originally didn't initially see this, but uh, he's thirty five hundred. So, yeah, I mean, and as someone who's going to play Jaka, why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> uh, so for these games here, real quickly, 
Uh, we got Brazil, South Korea. Uh, nothing really changed for their their lineups as I'm looking at them. So we got uh, we got Huang starting for South Korea. I think that's a big change, but nice. Otherwise, Neymar is starting, and Millie Tao is playing right back. Okay. So, how do you think these games are going to go? We you, we kind of just said you know both teams, both favorites to win in a in a scoreless draw. So. How, if both these games are two nil, how how do we win tournaments? Do we find <laughs> do we find random goals? Do like what's the best method here? Win with Bernardo Silva and Joao Felix is that kind of is that kind of what we have to do? I mean, Felix has has been pretty good when playing. I'd say. Yeah, well, we got a lot of options. Okay, so Joao Felix is one. That's one that I would have said. Um, you know, if we're, if we're looking to play that route where it goes as expected, so say, yeah, two, nothing, two, nothing or something like that. Um, it's tough to get two different though. Um, Joe Felix. Yeah. I was going to say, um, maybe, maybe you stack one of the games and, I don't know. I mean, just you. No, I mean, you can't. You you have to like script both of them out, I guess, and like that's what I'm gonna do and make a lineup that would fit each scenario. Like, if you're gonna fade, like Bruno's a tough fade. If you're gonna fade Bruno, there's got to be some probably some early Portugal goals that aren't from Bruno. Or if you're gonna fade Bruno, there's got to be some big scores from Spain guys um, or big scores from two Portugal guys. Um, yeah, you know, this, this slate is, there's not too much you can do. It's at least in my opinion, if you're going to play those scores. It, it, well, are you going to play those scores? Are you thinking something <laughs> else? Um, if I wasn't like, yeah, I, I think, Mbolo's interesting. Um, no one's going to pay 7100 for him. I don't know. You know, you're on this Portugal clean sheet. I think Switzerland could score. I mean, any, I mean, sure, anyone can score. Morocco can score. That's what I mean. I mean, but I, I mean, what? Are you just going to click on some <laughs> underdog forwards randomly? You could do that, too. I mean, this, that's yeah. what happens in the World Cup. It's what happens in soccer. It's what happens in two-game slates. I mean, anybody any you know anything can happen yeah okay i'm trying i'm trying to figure out what i'm gonna do i'm deaf i'm i talk myself i'm gonna have nevis i'm gonna have ruben nevis uh should like who who's better to fade ronaldo or bruno i feel like that's a bad answer like should i tell you like exactly what i think just the best plays are (laughs) Uh, who's better to fade ronaldo or bruno yeah I think Bruno's pretty likely to get there on this slate. Um, right, Ronaldo. I think you probably fade Ronaldo then. Okay, Ronaldo. Four shots, three shots, two shots. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I'm always, I'm always in the fade Ronaldo camp. I, I'd have to say that this seventy-eight price, seventy-eight hundred price tag is scary. But I mean, we do have a, we do have Joao Felix here. 
in that same range. So you could make an easy, easy pivot right there to Felix. Uh, if you'd still want like, to be in that Portugal. The Bruno side. one's an interesting one. And just there's plays like that in general on two game slates all the time, guys with high floors. Think of like a KDB or like a son on a two game slate. I made this mistake son on Tottenham. I mean, I made that this mistake with him a couple times. Like if you're going to fade them, like there's got to specific things have to happen. I don't know. You know, I just, um, Portugal got to be scored two goals. There's got to be, there's got to be goals on the slate, like most likely. Like, just look at these teams where, where the floor points are. Like, there's probably not many floor points on Morocco, and probably not that many on Switzerland. And Spain have a, a lot of guys that get subbed. Almo hasn't been getting subbed, so he's going <laughs> with the floor. Morata, he doesn't have much of a floor. The other attackers get subbed. Their midfielders, yeah, their defenders, not really much of floor. So like. That means Bruno's going to be in the winning lineup a lot. So, at least in my opinion, so you can't just fade him for for no reason, or fade him and then play a lineup that has all floor players. They're just never going to win. So, like, um, well, I think I what know. you need to, for that to actually work, even in like a two nil build, Portugal get two goals in the first forty five, first thirty minutes, whatever. Bruno's not involved right. in either of them, and right. then Switzerland have to do a little more pushing for yeah. the majority of the game. That, I mean, that happens. That yeah, that's a common scenario, and it even and Bruno gets subbed at seventy minutes in those scenarios too. Sometimes, like so, you, you got to think of that stuff for sure. Um, so yeah, like if I if I fade Bruno, maybe I play Ronaldo and uh, Jao Felix together, and that's a. And Bernardo. Sure, that that's fine too. Throw another one in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, for the most part. For the most part, I, there's there's only so many guys we can talk about here. Yeah, and I can see these games being like pretty cagey. Right. I mean, look at the implied totals and like that's why tournament is hard to say tournament strategy on these two game slates. Sometimes it's just the optimal strategy. If you think you know what's going to happen, like this is like a rivalry, Spain and Morocco and Morocco has got a lot of fans there. They're going to be up for that game. I don't that's know. a good point. Like, I think there's a chance both Morocco and Switzerland only get five shots and Right. That's what I mean. So like how this is where like how different that's why I said like how different can you get sometimes sometimes when you get different, you're just it's it's too suboptimal. You're just like asking for too much. Trust me, I try it. I try it all the time, especially especially more recently. I try to make like too bold of fades here and there. How do we feel about Zietch? Yeah, I think that's a good tournament play. Um, just because he can make a free kick or assist from the, you know, they'll have a couple set pieces. We've seen Spain get in these back and forth games. I mean, just because I don't like these guys for floor doesn't mm-hmm. mean it can't happen. Morocco's been pretty good, better than I thought, actually. Um, so, yeah, I like Ziyech for tournaments, but like, <laughs> 
it's another thing where he I don't know like how how popular will he be? It's only a two game slate. He and can't like, be that able, popular. Eight K. No, he. I, I wouldn't think so, but like, I just always feel like guys like that still are a little more popular than than he should be. Like you know, if he's I don't know. Yeah, he's not going to be popular. Not compared to these other guys. I think it's I think it's a fine play. Yeah, I'm just looking at Spain's recent games, trying to figure out if it's worth it to play Ziyech or not. But you basically need a goal or assist from him. So, yeah, it seems hard to get there on floor. All right, you got you got anything else? This is uh, you know, pretty uh, pretty cut and dry two game slate for us. I mean, it's it's a tough one to talk about when sometimes it's like that on these two games when the cash lineup is pretty simple like that. Um. Yeah, one other thing. I think actually Hakimi is a pretty good tournament play, better than Ziyech for a lot of for a lot of reasons. But oh, not a lot of reasons. But in my opinion, he's better than Ziyech because because the defenders aren't that great on this slate. Hakimi could end up with the highest floor on the slate. Like he could get you know if Spain get an early goal, Morocco will chase. He can he can get to like 12, 13 floor points in any matchup. And there, you just might need that. It might be about raw points on this slate. So that might be like a low, a low owned guy that I would take a chance on. There you go. Akimi's stats here through three games. He has six fouls drawn, uh, 10 tackles, one and no fouls committed. So he's just, yeah, it's such a bad matchup, but he's, <laughs> He's such a good player, especially offensively. Like, he's got a great right foot, rocket of a shot. He's fast. He's good at crossing. He, Yeah, he can – I mean, he can do it all. He might not be, like, the greatest defender, but, yeah, I like him for tournaments. Yeah, I'd argue Morocco's probably the best part of, part of their team is their back line. They have pretty solid group of guys there with Hakimi, with Sice, Aguerd. Mizrawi, they have a pretty good back line, and that's kind of why they're Definitely. here. Sice, so. you know, Sice can be a GPP guy because he, he's got a nose for goal. You know, we've, we've already seen him score a goal and score a goal that got chalked off and score those goals for, for Wolves in the past. Um, what if we did a Wolverhampton the- stack, even though even though Sice is no longer on Wolverhampton? What if we did Sice and Neves together? Only two goals on the slate. What do we think? Is that twenty <laughs> k? Yeah, um, you could. Yeah, that's twenty k right there. That's twenty k. You're right. If, if it happens, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to trying to look through the list, see if there's any more wolves guys here, but uh, doesn't doesn't seem like it. Uh, Diego Jota is hurt, so he's not on their team. But all right, Ryan, you can find him at Ryan Melange. I'm at Rotos Drake. We'll be back for the quarterfinals. We get a nice break. We finally get a break. I'm pretty excited for it. I'm really excited. I'm taking Wednesday off, getting a day off here finally. Uh, Ryan, thanks for doing these shows. We'll be back later in the week. RotoWire.com slash soccer trial. Free two-day trial. Thanks for the uh, kind comments from everyone as well. Uh, Thumbs up. We'll keep doing this. We'll see what the slates look like. We have more two-game slates for the quarterfinals, and then it will be – might be showdowns. Um, I, I doubt they do, uh, you know, 
a two game slates across two days, but maybe I think they've done that in the past. So we'll see what happens though. Yep. Good luck, everyone. Good luck, Ryan. And we'll see everyone in a couple days. Yep. Good luck, everybody. Thanks. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.